Feel that kickback, huh? Party at the back, also party at the front. Let's rage. Welcome to chapter 171 of, of, of Stalling to Find It on my notes of Memoirs of a Majestic Musical Mullet Man. That one was sent in by Zara. Keep them coming in. Very topical, very contemporary from Zara. Um, Hot off the press. If you're not aware, yep, I've got a mullet. People are finding out in stages still, and it's definitely jarring to see for the first time. So if this is your first impression of the mullet, whether you're an uh, audio listener, I guess you're hearing a mullet now. You're hearing the vibe of a mullet, and that also kind of explains why the podcast is two days late. Two and a half days late, actually. Uh, apologies, but let's be honest, this haircut does not scream punctual. This haircut... Uh, says, give me a lunch money. It doesn't scream, oh, that bloke's going to be on time. You know, I've never seen someone, you know, like some 15-year-old Eshe skate park rat with this haircut walking along, you know, with a fucking briefcase going, oh, that bloke's going to be late for his appointment, you know? He's got his shit in a bum bag and he looks like he has nowhere to go. And that's kind of my vibe. I don't even really have a good excuse as to why the podcast is late. I mean, I was busy, but that's everyone's busy. You know, I, I feel like I need to stop using that as an excuse because I should have been busy doing the podcast, but I was busy doing other shit. You know, Zoom meetings. How good are they? We love Zoom meetings here. Woohoo! Anyway, guys, yeah, if this is your first impression of the mullet. Uh, Might have been a little bit jarring for you to click on this video, but uh, if you want the full explanation of why I have this trim, then head over to my YouTube channel. There's a video that explains uh, this travesty that is on my head at the moment, and some people disagree with that. It's really split the room. Everyone has a strong opinion on it, either for or against, and it's kind of confusing me a little bit personally as well um, because I don't know where... To, I think I'm the only person that's sitting on the fence in regards to the mullet because I, I hate it, but every part of me is like, Luke, you can't hate it because you have to live with this. Like, if I hate it... That means I'm miserable for the next month because I have to have it for a month. So I'll briefly summarize what happened. Uh, Friday night drinks live stream last Friday got a little bit out of hand. Exhibit A, the fucking shaved half of either side of my head. You know, I call this half bad and this half decision making. Um, so it was a combination of those two things that contributed to the mullet. And I'm very, I, I think I get a little spontaneous and then get a few drinks in me, and I'm like, you know what? Great idea to shave the side of my head. I was actually remarkably sober when I was doing this, actually. it's I would love to just claim a drunken mistake, but I would say I was of fairly sound mind, which just makes it even more disappointing, personally, I think, uh, when I decided that, to do this. So someone brought up the idea of the possibility of me getting mullet, and I shut it down very quickly. So did Meg. And Meg said, like, it was like, how much would you do a mullet for in the chat? And I think I said $500 from one donation. Or Meg said that so we wouldn't get it. And then kind of people kept, like, really going for it. The chat wouldn't really let it go. And people wanted, like, a 
combined goal, like where it's like, you know, it, it, it's accumulative. Like they can, de- some one person can donate $10, one person can donate $50, $5, $2, and it all adds up into the mullet fund. And over the next hour and a half, we decided that I would get a mullet at $1,429, which I just want to, cannot stress enough, seemed like so much money at the time, which it is. It's a lot of money, right? It's a lot of money for a mullet. And I didn't think we'd get close to that because we've never made anywhere near that much money streaming in the past. I was like, this is an unrealistic goal that will be fun to chat about, but there will be no repercussions. But I always, for some reason, I never consider how dedicated you guys truly are to shit memes and ruining my life in humorous ways. And I commend your efforts for that. People raise the money within an hour. Uh, I guess big thanks to, um, well, not also more of a no thanks, but you guys should be thanking uh, Brotato was a big contributor, uh, Sneaky Elbow and Jordan Crins. Pretty sure there was a Liam as well that donated $100. So there was a few big donators which really got the ball over the line and obviously a lot of other people donating smaller amounts. And here we are. Here I stand looking like a 15-year-old with just a lot of issues, uh, you know, including but not limited to parents' neglect, um, not enough guidance from any, like, adult mature figures in their life, and those kids that kind of have free reign to do whatever the fuck they want, so they get into Maccas and darts too early in their life. We're talking like 13. And that's been one of my biggest issues with with having this mullet during the week. I was pretty surprised. I didn't think it would change my life too much. But people in the chat, I thought they were joking around. We're like, mate, be careful. Because having a mullet is not just a haircut. It's a lifestyle. And I was like, nah, that's just a a fun thing to say in a chat. They are correct. It's taken over my life. You have to... You're just part of this new society now. And I didn't realize how many people were in this pretty niche club of having dog shit lids. But it's kind of like when you get a new car and you don't realize how many people are actually driving around with the same model of car. It's one of those things you don't notice it until you're in it. You know, like I remember when I bought my 2004 Subaru Impreza, um, which I do have a story about later on in the episode um fuck hang on i can't concentrate because meg's on a zoom call out there so i'm gonna maybe have to pause the podcast because i'm hearing a conversation in one ear and then i'm also trying to speak to you guys and i feel like a fucking schizophrenic this is how my people must feel in a mental asylum like i can hear voices and that's it's fucking with me hang on i'm gonna pause the podcast for one sec and then i will explain all right, I'm back. The voices are gone. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like when you buy a new car and you're driving around, you're like, I had no idea how many people drove around in Subarus, you know? And that's how I felt when I went to the shops with a mullet. I just, I guess there was a part of my brain that ignored those with a mullet. You know, you walk past one on the street and you only really give it the time of day if it's like a majestic mullet, you know? But since I've had it, I've been walking to the shops and... God, some people, it's great. You get like, I got a nod of respect from one bloke with a great, real nice flowing mullet. And I'm disappointed that, I I felt bad kind of that he acknowledged mine because this is not a good mullet. Like this is barely, like it's barely long enough to even call it a mullet. I've got a little bit of kickback. I kind of just look like a 
you know, like a Dero AFL player um, that's trying his best. But, you know, it's definitely like not not something to brag about, particularly in the mullet community. But I did get one guy with a nice flowing locks kind of give me like a little bit of it. It was just a slight nod. It was like almost like a, a neck wink. You know, he just tilted his neck slightly up in like a, it was a nice gesture and I appreciated it. But what I haven't been enjoying is getting acknowledged by 15-year-old kids with this same dog shit haircut that I have. And they kind of look at me like he's one of us. And I just want to be like, I'm not one of you, okay? They try to give me that same gesture of nice bro. And I all I just want to say is like, dude, it's not reciprocated. The feeling is not mutual, okay? You are 15 years old. You, you look like you've been neglected by your parents for the last seven years, all right? And you're wearing a fucking bum bag and no socks. So, you know, like, what the fuck? Uh, it's, it makes me so angry, to be honest. It's like, dude, just, you, you look like you're about to commit aggravated assault. Go steal someone's lunch money and beat it, you know? Go give some kid a wedgie. Go steal his fucking roll-up in high school and his Ribena, you dog. Just don't look at me, you know? So that, that I haven't been appreciating that aspect of the mullet is like sometimes it's great to be in this community of mullet wearers and other times you're associated with just, yeah, little SA kids, you know, doing their best to like pretend to be criminals. What, what's up with like 15-year-old kids just who loiter? You know what I mean? Like they just hang out and it's like a Wednesday. They should be in school. I get what they're doing. It's like, you know, look, we're not at school and I'm just walking past and they like nod at me and I'm like, don't nod at me like we're the same. I don't have to be at school. I don't have a job, right? I'm you in 10 years, right? You'll also be like me, you know, unemployed as fuck, doing nothing on a Wednesday <laughs> with a shit haircut, no doubt. Okay, so you know what? Maybe I'm like them. I'm just future them. Maybe that's why I'm mad about it because I, you know, I, uh, I, I really, I should be a warning to them. I'm like, if you don't get your act together and change your head, this is you, you know, and it's not pretty. I've been walking into Woolies, you know, like other people walk into like Woolies with their green bags, you know, like people bring in their own bags now because they don't do plastic bags anymore. I've been walking into Woolies with this haircut and a Bundaberg tote bag to do my shopping because I got it from the regional tour at the Bundaberg show. And now that's just the one that sits in my car. And that's not a vibe, to be honest. I mean, it suits suits the haircut now, um, but it's it's pretty embarrassing, really. So yeah, that's kind of been the mullet lifestyle this week. Definitely a big new addition to my life. And yeah, thank you and fuck you, I guess, to all the people that uh, gave me the mullet. Like, I appreciate the bags for sure. And that's why I feel so indifferent about it is because it's just like almost my two favorite things is bags and lols. We love bags here and we love lols. And I was, this is just exhibit A of chasing the bag. This was me going, I'll pretty much do anything for cash at this point. You know, like I caught up with my parents during the week and, you know, that my, I just took my cap off and mum goes, oh, it's not that bad. And then I took my cap off and she's like, Haha, never mind. Um, and they just think it's funny. You know, they were more laughing at me and 
you know, it's, I guess, but that that's kind of my role in the family at this point is, you know, oh, what's Luke up to? Ah, oh, classic. He's done another shit thing. Nice. And then people just, you know, I'm, I'm more, more there for people's bemusement at this point. Um, and Meg is just so not on board out of all the things I've done in my career since we've known each other. She's been very on board with even, even some of the more debatable stuff. Like I've done some debatable shit in my time and Meg's been fully supportive, but this one, not at all. When she looks me in the eye, she catches my line of sight for about half a second and then immediately diverts her eyes to my hairline just running up the side and then every single time makes this noise. (sighs) Every time. She went to kiss me goodnight last night and she kissed me, then opened her eyes after the kiss and went... (sighs) (laughs) It's fucking heartbreaking. You know, you guys have destroyed my relationship. I remember back like last week when my girlfriend loved me and shit, that was awesome. And when like she looked at me, like she respected me slightly. And now that's just gone out the window with my dignity. It's all gone. And um, the worst part is I only really did it for a grand, which might seem like a lot of money for you if you're young, but if you're an adult and you've got a job and you work full time, a lot of adults were messaging me going, yeah, look, I probably wouldn't have done it for that much money. And I agree. I think I set the bar too low because there was a lot of mixed opinions. Like a lot of younger people who maybe work minimum wage and get paid 15 bucks an hour to them, that's a lot of money, right? But anyone paying rent, you know, with a, with a life and, you know, like bills and stuff, boy, oh boy, you know, it didn't even cover rent. I should have set the bar at at least like, let's just cover my rent this month, you know? Because if you have to have, have to walk around with his haircut for a month, which I do, you know, looking like the lesbian from the Hunger Games uh, in the third one, then I think I should have at least set it as a cost that covers rent and utilities. But I wasn't thinking in the moment and this is me now. You know, I'm out there walking into fucking coals just like, you know what? i got to own it. I make no apologies. This is me. How are you paying today, sir? Savings or credit? And I'm just like looking at the girl like, yeah, you really think I've got savings? Look at me, dude. Come on. All right. And then I go beep with my everyday rewards card. And I'm like, I'm out, people. See you next week. Just kidding. Gonna online shop from now on. I got too comfortable with it during the week. Plus, I keep forgetting about it when I'm by myself. Because like, I went into Woolies without a hat. And I've pretty much been wearing a hat nonstop recently anyway, because my hair is just ridiculously long regardless. And um, it already had a shit haircut, really. It was a mop beforehand. And I got halfway into the shop, realized I wasn't wearing a hat. And then I just had to play it off like I meant it. You know, that I got some I got, I got some looks of people just thinking like, oh, he's, he's lost a bet, you know. And uh, people have been finding out like... Obviously, some people didn't see the stream and then some people didn't see my video on it. So, like, people came into my live stream last night on Twitch going, what the fuck did you do to your head? And I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's annoying because I posted about it a few times. So, in my head, everyone knows I've got a shit haircut. But it's good to have a constant reminder of uh, it ruining people's day. So, that's good. So, yeah, guys, I've got a mallet now and, and that's it. And that's kind of the energy of the podcast. So, 
You know, I'm definitely, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more likely to have a bad attitude and commit aggravated assault. And that's it. So, uh, yeah, that's my vibe. And I, I got into a, a car accident. This was post-mullet as well. So, and that kind of comes into play during the story. It's a good yarn. I did tell it uh, briefly on Luke and Lewis, but I'll tell you guys the full story here. So, uh, I was driving along, right? 2004 Subaru Impreza with a doof doof haircut, right? So, I, at this point, I look like the biggest fucking moron alive. And my car is a piece of shit, right? It's, I'm, at this point, I'm just going to run it till, till it stops. I've already like, I'm, I'm, the resale value is out the window. It's going to the wreckers. Okay, it's it's 16 years old currently. Um, it was probably like 15, oh, sorry, like 10 years old when I got it maybe. Yeah, I think I got it in like 2015. So maybe it was like 11 years old when I got it. And um, I've driven this car all over the country. Like it's, you know, long trips to Canberra. I've, I've been in a couple of accidents. And then by the end, I just, stopped fixing it. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm going to I'm not going to say it's not roadworthy, but I'm also not going to confirm that it is roadworthy. I th- I think I'm going to say I think it's roadworthy. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I'm I'm not that person. I don't know what that means. It has wheels and a steering wheel, so and it works on the road, so I would say it's worthy of being there, but it's definitely like not a good car, right? So I don't really I have no respect for it. So I'm driving down the street, and I just want to say from the start, I'm I'm at not at fault here, really at all. Maybe like five percent, it was my fault because I, I could have prevented it, perhaps, but also maybe not. So I'm driving down. It's like a forty k road in my local area. It's Eltham Shops for those who are in the area, right? And I'm parking. There's a post office, right? And I'm parking like just just before the post office, right? Maybe pulling up. 30, 40 minutes before the post office to find a park. And I'm turning left. I'm on the left side of the road and I'm also turning left into a car spot. So what do you do? You slow down, you indicate, and then you park. And that's it. There's no bike lane. There's nothing separating my side of the road with the left. So technically, I could do a head check. I don't have to in this situation, right? Because I'm turning left. There shouldn't be anyone on my left. There's no reason for anyone to be on my left at all. And then I go, I start veering in. Lucky I'm going very slowly. I start veering in to go left. And then all of a sudden this motorbike just tries to whip past me. There's only about a meter gap. Like they shouldn't have been there, right? Just tries to whip past me. And the lady on the motorbike's foot clips my car or her bike. Not really sure which one. It makes a pretty loud bang though. Because either way, it's like a steel cap boot or the bike. I'm still not sure which hit my car. It all happened very quick. And then her bike, just she just loses control. Because she's as soon as you clip the back wheel of a motorbike, boom. Balance is gone. Gravity kicks in and goes, oh, fuck you, right? So she starts doing that thing that like people do in movies when they lose control of a motorbike. Their hands are still on it, but their feet just come off it. Like she starts doing the splits on the bike. Her feet are out. She's like, and I'm just like, I've stopped at this point. Lucky I was pretty much not even moving when she hit me because I was just about to turn. And then, um, yeah, she just goes 
for about 10, 15 minutes and then crashes into the back of a parked car that's sitting just outside the post office, right? And because she's driving like a Harley Davidson, it just crumples the back of the car. It absolutely destroys it. You know, like when you watch those metal pressing videos online and you just watch shit get absolutely squeezed. It was like this car boot just was not designed to take her fucking Harley Davidson to the ass. It was one of those things where I doubt the boot could be opened. Crumpled the bike. I'm pretty sure her handlebars broke. So it was like a decent crash. Probably like the biggest crash I've ever seen in person. She wasn't going that fast though because it was in a 40 zone. So lucky. She was fine, right? I start freaking out because at this stage, I'm like, oh my God. You know when you're in the moment, someone hits you and you just go, oh my God, was that my fault? Like I just started going, fuck, did I just kill someone? Like, oh my God. And then I start freaking out. I park. I do a dog shit park because I'm kind of freaking out. Then I run out and I'm like, are you okay? And I thought she was going to turn around and start yelling at me because I'm like, oh, maybe... Maybe this is a bike lane or maybe I was supposed to look. Have I done something wrong? You know, I just assume in that situation, you know, I I caught myself in a reflection when I ran out of the car and I was like, I look like someone who's done something wrong. You know, this is like a head that has a lot of traffic infringements, you know, to it. So I'm not confident at this point that I'm in the right. Then I start processing the situation. I was like, wait, I did nothing wrong. And she goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was completely my fault. And I was like, you okay? Then there's people like ran out of the cafe. They're like, do you need some water? You know, everyone was freaking out. A lot of people crowding around. And she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Seriously, I think she was just more embarrassed, you know? And then I kind of realized that I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'll help you get up the bike. But then these two other dudes like were already doing it, you know? So I'm useless at this point. There's people helping her re-stand up her motorbike, Put, put down the little stand for her, get it off the road so cars can keep going past. I'm just standing there being useless and apologizing for no reason, you know? So I'm definitely the beta of the situation. I've essentially caused the accident, even though she did, and now I'm just, I look guilty because I'm apologizing for no reason, but I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't know what to, how to handle this situation at all in the moment. I caved. I completely collapsed under the pressure and i'm not proud of it but she's she keeps apologizing she's like oh my god i'm so sorry then the best thing happens right so she's gone into the back of this car that's outside the post office and then (laughs) this bloke is clearly just ducked into the post office he's in a five minute zone imagine coming out like dropping off a letter and then coming out to a harley davidson just fucking through your boot (laughs) <laughs> the guy he's got headphones on he's got his mask on and he walks out and i just see him look up and he just goes oh f- fuck and he was on the phone he's like i've got to go and he just hangs up the phone he's like this is my car and i i'm trying not to laugh because i'm like that's that sucks that's so unlucky but god it was like in a movie you just come out of a building and you're like you know those like disaster movies where someone walks out of a building and then something goes and just lands on their car and flattens it? It was kind of like the real life equivalent of that. He was just like, oh, you're kidding me. You know, he was in disbelief. I'd be shitty if I'd parked somewhere for five minutes. I came out and there was a fucking Harley Davidson in the back of it. And then he looks at me and I'm going, oh, you're right. You know, like making sure this girl's okay. Because she, she definitely came off the bike at not a high speed, but still 
enough to crumple the back of a car. And he looks at me and goes, oh, like this fucking rat looking mullet dog has ruined my car. And I'm just sitting there like going, I swear to God, it's not me. Then to make uh, matters worse. So this guy's fuming because his car's fucked up. I'm still standing there being absolutely useless. And then I just hear, and then her husband comes in on his Harley Davidson. For some reason, he's like a minute behind her. Maybe he got caught in a traffic light or something back up the road. But um, he comes in a minute later and he's freaking out and he's angry. You know, he sees his girlfriend or wife's bike through the back of a car. I'm going, I'm, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, you know. And he just gets off the thing and goes, you all right, babe? Did he do this to you? And fair enough. Look at me, right? This is a guy that would do this to you, you know? I'm in no place to argue at this point. He's judged a book by his cover and he's fucking correct to do, to do so. He's in his right to look at me and being like, that guy looks guilty as fuck. And I'm sitting there going, she's like, no, 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 it wasn't him. And she had to like talk him out of beating the shit out of me, I assume. Um, he's a scary dude. You know, he's like six foot. What the fuck are you looking at tall? And he's got a leather jacket, ponytail, you know, he looks like he eats the hell's angels for breakfast, you know, clips the clips off the angels wings and chucks it in his cereal and just gobbles it up. So I'm, I'm intimidated. You know, I'm already like, like I've already collapsed authority wise in this situation. I'm already bottom of the rung here. You know, at least the bloke who's got his car wrecked is being assertive and he's asking for a driver's license before she pisses off, you know, for insurance purposes. I'm just sitting here talking to the cafe and I'm going, I, don't, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm losing it. And um, then the, it takes a while to convince this bloke that it's not my fault. Like, even the cafe owner was like, yeah, no, I don't think it was his fault. I don't even know if there was any witnesses to this, but look, he then the guy came over and inspected my car to ensure that it wasn't my fault. You know, if I had a big dent in mine, I reckon he was going to throw me under the bus a bit uh, or under his Harley Davidson, probably more likely, and uh, use me as a fucking speed bump. But anyway, it was pretty intense, and then... Everyone starts exchanging details, you know, that, you know, people start taking photos of licenses and she goes to me that late in the bike and she's lovely, by the way, she was being so nice to me. She was obviously in a state of shock, but she was still being incredibly nice and apologizing to me for hitting my car and saying like, she didn't know why she went around me. That was so dumb. And she was like, you're not at fault at all. And she's like, I'm so sorry if I wrecked your car. Like you can get my details if you want. And I went around, looked at my car and there's so many scratches and shit on it at this point. I was just like, to her, look, I can't even work out which one was yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't send this photo to my insurer. And they'll be like, well, what about the five scratches next to it? So I was like, you know what? You're having a shit day. This is going to cost you thousands to fix this post office bloke's car, right? So I'll just, I'll just cop this one. You know what I mean? I'm just like... I couldn't be bothered. A, I can't be bothered to call my insurance company to fix a scratch in my car. I don't care that much. It's a piece of shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my good thing for the day and just fucking let this one go to the keeper. You know, I just was like, that's fine. It's it's no one's problem now. Um, and to be honest, I think my car, it's, it's good. It's like 
I don't mind scratches on my car because it's just like it tells a story. You know, someone goes, oh, what's that scratch from? You know, that's the time I was uh, just sitting there and then this guy uh, fucking went up the back of me. Actually, I should give him a call. I've still got this bloke's number and he never got my car fixed. He did such a dodgy man. Actually, I'm going to call him right now on the podcast. Hang on. So explain the situation first. But um, yeah, so anyway, I, I consider, you know, scratches on my car like a trophy. When you're driving around like a shitbox like I do, there's, um, you know, I, I, I see no problem with it. But yeah, a few years ago, the back of my car is all fucked up at the back because this guy, I was sitting there waiting to turn left at an intersection, completely still, and the guy behind me just rear-ended me. Must have been on his phone or something. So we get out of the car and I go like, what's your license? And I get his phone number. But he didn't, he's like, I don't have my license on me. He's just like really dodgy. This dodgy guy's like, I don't have my license on me. And I was like, right, well, what's your phone number? So all I got was his phone number and his name. And it's probably not even his real name. And then he's like, oh, it's not my car. It's my friend's car. And he's about to sell it. And it all just sounded really sketchy. And I knew that I was about to get fucked. And then I was like, pretty assertive of like, you know, I need more information from you. And he gave me an address, but it probably wasn't his address. And yeah, I saw this guy's phone number and it was just probably three years ago now and I never got my car fixed. So I might just give him a call and just see if he picks up. The chances of him picking up pretty low. What's his name? His name is, oh, I know it. Ah, Ashlyn, Ashlyn. Okay. I'm going to give him a call now. So this is a guy who fucked up my car three years ago who I met on the side of a road and uh, he started dodging my calls and never paid the insurance money. Let's see how this goes. If he picks up, it's going to be a miracle. This may be very underwhelming as it goes to voicemail. Hello? Hello. Hey, it's Luke. Hey, Luke. How you going? Do you remember like three years ago when you went up the back of my car? Mm-hmm. Remember in like near Heidelberg, you went up the back of my car? Um, which car? Which car? It was like a silver Subaru. Um, I don't remember, man. Oh, how many cars are you going up? <laughs> man, right now I've got two cars. Two cars? Yeah. Yeah, I just was wondering if we could get that sorted. You never really um, got that sorted, the insurance-wise. Um, bro, I don't remember you, man. I, I just... You should have called me that time when I had insurance, man. Oh, you said it was like your mate's car. Oh, no. It was my mate's car and I was driving it. Yeah, near yeah, Hartford. I don't really think... Do you have the right number? Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is the number that I had. Uh, I don't, I don't know, mate. Yeah, you, ha- you haven't changed much, mate. Years, mate. What, what's going on? No, I, I just thought I'd give you a call. I just thought about it. <laughs> You're running low on cash. No, <laughs> actually, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh man, I don't remember you, mate. Do you want me to get it fixed? No, dude, don't worry. I don't care. I just wanted to see if you'd pick up. <laughs> no, man, it's good you remember me, man. But I don't remember you, though. Do you actually not remember me? Sorry? It was like at night in Heidelberg, and you went up, like, the back Heidelberg. of my car. Like, um, do you know which road it was? We were exiting the Eastern Freeway. 
at the exit. Freeway. How many cars do you I, go I'm up? I second thought I got that. It could be my friend who was fucking around and he gave my name and my number instead of his. Like, it could be my friend. That's true. I think the guy was... <laughs> I don't remember, man. Do you, do you remember? Which car was it? It was a Subaru. No, no, which car? My, uh, like, oh, my it was like... like a, I was driving, sorry. It was like a blue... Oh, that's what the thing. He said he was driving his friend's car. Yeah. So maybe he gave me... Give his number, or I don't know whose number it is, man. Like, yeah, right, okay, that's good. Yeah, I think he was just put a dodgy, gave me someone else's number, and then fucked off. <laughs> and then that was like three years ago now. <laughs> three years, I mean, you've had number for three years, yeah. <laughs> and I've had your number in my phone for three years. And I was going through my phone the other day, I was like, who is this number? <laughs> Oh, that's a good one, dude. Have a good one, man. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, I will. I'll speak to you in 2023. All right. Bye. What the fuck was that? I was like, who are you talking uh, to? A guy who never, uh, who, do- who backed out of an insurance claim three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just find his number? Yeah, I saw his number. I reckon that that's was amazing. him. That's well, I don't know. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be racist, but like, the, yeah, it's like he was either his brother or him or like his friend of the same nationality. Oh, who cares? That's he what sounded he, like a fucking it, legend. Yeah, yeah. You guys sounded awesome. Yeah, very different vibe to what I remember on the side of the road that I night. I mean, to be honest, your car's a piece of shit anyway. Yeah, so but at the really, time it was did like... Did you tell the story of that you got fucking... Yes, that's, that's oh, how, that's this how it came up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He called me saying, hey, hey, Meg, uh, I've been in a car accident, but I'm totally fine. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. um, it was actually a bike accident. I was in the car in said accident. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about the car in front? I mean, that's not my so, problem. So. So like, you got fucking totaled. Anyway, yeah, yeah. all right. Hooroo. Cool. That's all right. Would you just come and see what I was talking to? Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's good. Sometimes I just like to follow up three-year-old insurance claims on the podcast. Getting a little bit of admin done for you guys. You're welcome for that. Um, turns out that guy's a fucking legend. And now I'm glad I never got money from him. You know, seems like a good bloke. And uh, yeah, what was his car? He was he was driving like a blue Commodore from memory. And um, I, I think that was him, by the way, guys. I think he was playing dumb. I absolutely think he remembers me. Because how many cars are you going up where you don't even remember someone that you crashed into? I've only ever been in like three accidents ever. But Clearly, this guy's on his phone a lot while driving. Anyway, sounds like a hero, so good on him. Uh, guys, we'll wrap up the podcast with uh, some unpopular opinions. Don't think we did any last week. Or did last week we do the food ones? Or actually, just to wrap up the mullet stuff so I don't have to go back to it. One thing I forgot to say earlier is, I don't know, maybe I find this funnier because I just it's just one of those things that really amuses me. I've been getting so many, like, like really honest, earnest opinions. You know what I mean? Like serious, genuine people throwing in their two cents. Like most people, like 99.99% of people are obviously just like, mate, fucking love the mullet or looks like dog shit, mate. (laughs) Good on ya or whatever. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's the stuff you expect for a joke mullet. But there's always the the 0.1% and it baffles me. I've been getting all these 15-year-old kids and there was one in particular that I assume he's 15 because I had the weirdest exchange 
He just messaged me to tell me that I was ugly now. He's like, man, you used to be like, all right looking and now you're really ugly. And I like messaged back on like, haha, yeah, pretty rough cut, but um, whatever, you know? And he was like, no, 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 man, like you, you're really unattractive now. Like, I don't know why you did that to your head. And I was like, oh, that's, is this guy, I was like, oh, maybe he's doubling down on the joke. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and I'll like keep doubling down on the joke. Cause I'm like, there's no way you would message a stranger that he's ugly for a joke haircut, right? Unless you were uh, mentally unstable or 15. So I was like, okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And then he kept going and he was like, no, 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 mate. Um, it's looks, I'm sorry to say, but it, someone needs to tell you it looks shit. And I was like, yes, G- correct. Good, good analysis. You know, that's like being like, oh mate, I'm sorry to inform you, but there's a, I've looked up, there's fucking clouds in the sky. And you're like, correct. I don't know what to say to that. Right. So I was at this point of the exchange, I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to explain it. There's, I'm not explaining that this mullet is a joke. There's no way he thinks that. I'm like, I'm not explaining it. Then he kept going and going. And I was like, hey, man, sorry. I just don't want to be like, because it's never funny when you explain a joke. But I was like, I don't want to be rude. But do you know that it's a joke, mullet, right? And he goes, why would you do that as a joke? And I'm like, well, it's funny because it's shit. And he goes, no, it's but it's shit. And I guess it, it blows my mind to say, but there are some people in this world. And even if that's not your type of humor, fair enough. You, could, you, but you still have to acknowledge that it is an attempt at a joke. Even if you don't find it funny, right? You have to, you definitely can acknowledge, well, it was an attempt at a joke. It's just a bad joke, right? But he was like, I don't get it. Like, he, I'm like, funny because it's shit. And he was like, no, it's shit. So therefore not funny. And I'm like, oh, and it was breaking my brain. And I've had so many exchanges like that this week. There's been a few more where people have just been messaging me going like, man, like, why would you do that? Like really seriously concerned for my well-being. I mean, maybe they just see my haircut and actually think I'm doing a Britney Spears and I'm just losing it in ISO, you know, and I'm just fucking, maybe they heard my podcast last week and they're like, man, he's in a bad way. I should check up on Luke. You know, I appreciate your concern, but, um, you know, I'm fucking loaded now. All right. I was just chasing my two favorite things, bags and lols. And we love bags here and we love lols here. So I do apologize um, if that was you and you're listening to this podcast, but fuck, man, you freaked me out. It was such a weird conversation and you should change everything about your personality. Now, um, (laughs) no, it's fine. I'm assuming they were 15. So I'll give them um, the uh, no pube exemption, we call it. so one thing actually before we get into unpopular opinions as well just to quickly wrap up the ongoing argument that's been happening on the pod which is the down ball handball and wall ball debate i did a vote on the memoirs of Oaka youtube channel uh, f- to finally just put this to bed and the results were actually pretty surprising um the results were uh, wall ball came in with 48% of the vote. Down ball, 20%. Handball, 25%. And then one touch, 7%. And I swear to God, if anyone voted for push ball, um, then your childhood was an absolute lie. So, yeah, wall ball, I guess, is the official name for it. I was in the minority here calling it down ball with only getting 20% of the vote. 
But um, yeah, I guess it shall henceforth be known as Wall Ball as the official title. Um, I don't think this one will have as much. Uh, I have another question to put to you that got put to me during the week. But um, I don't think this one will have as much of a, I guess, difference of opinion between people. What do you guys call Tiggy, Chasey, or Tag for the game where you run after someone and go, you're it, and then that person has to run after another person, touch them. Now, Tiggy is what we called it at primary school. It's always been Tiggy. Maybe a little Chasey seems very childish and Tag is very American, I think. Definitely like there's a movie called Tag where these about this friendship group of guys. Quite a good movie playing Tag for years on end. Um, Tiggy's very Australian. I don't really know where it comes from at all. If someone, I don't know why it's called Tiggy, but Chasey um, definitely sounds a bit childish. So, so let me know what, what you call that game. Tiggy but versus Chasey versus Tag Debate. That's what we're doing this week, okay? Or if you have, I bet you there's one person that calls it like Push Hand or whatever the fuck you called it in your weird country town. You know, let me know what you called that game and uh, we'll decide that one during the week as well. I don't think we'll get as much. Um, I think most people call it Tiggy, maybe, but I also get surprised at how wrong I am uh, sometimes. So, yeah, now let's do some uh, unpopular opinions uh this first one comes in from liam and if you want to contact the show or the podcast you know calling it a show is a bit rich but me rambling once a week uh often two and a half days late then contact me on at luke.kidgel at gmail.com still haven't got around to making a podcast email yet it's not high on the priority list it's a work in progress you know probably only takes about three minutes to open up another gmail account but as i said at the start of the podcast Busy man, you know, really busy guy, a lot of shit to do, things going on, um, you know, bikes to fucking cause a crash and, you know. So, Liam said, stepping on Lego doesn't hurt. That's not really an unpopular opinion. That's just like objectively not true. Like, do you have calluses on your feet dude do you have tradey feet you know what i mean like how do you how do you step on like if you if i just threw down a bunch of lego on the floor and like got you to walk over it like it's hot coals you'd just be like i'm fine with this how hard are your feet they must be crusty as liam has the crustiest fucking feet dude it's got nothing to do with lego or you being tough it's got everything to do with you having crusty ass feet, Liam. So fix that. And I would love to know why you don't think it hurts. It, it definitely, it stinks of like, it. yeah, it radiates energy of like, doesn't even hurt. What hurts you? Pfft. You know, it, it stinks of like a guy that, ha- like that's his brag, you know? Like, wait, so you think sending a Lego hurts? Not to me, you know? There's always that one guy at a party. He's like, go on, give me a Chinese burn. Go on, do it. It doesn't even hurt. That's you, you know? Liam was Chinese burn guy. Uh, This one's from Dan Stokes. And Dan Stokes, I'm stoked with this opinion. He's going, unpopular opinion. The Luke Kidgel podcast is actually good. (laughs) That's, you're right, quite unpopular. But I'm going to... 
I'm in full support of this. I appreciate that, Dan. And um, yeah, your fandom doesn't go unnoticed. Really appreciate that. Uh, so um, yeah, but pretty unpopular though. I wouldn't go around saying that to close friends. They'll be like, oh, I don't know about that one, mate. He, uh, he literally called someone he's met once in his life or maybe never met about a three-year-old insurance claim. You know, most podcasters wouldn't do that kind of, kind of admin publicly, but once again, busy guy. Don't have time to be doing that off air. And now that's all sorted. You know, I've got to the bottom of it. Uh, Alex Johnston shot us an email and said, uh, or shot me an email. Uh, I'm pretending like there's a whole team we have working here. It's just me and Reese who edits the podcast. Um, but I guess us, Reese, uh, he doesn't have access to the emails actually. So no, he just shot me an email. Parks and Recreation is a billion times better than the Office US. Now, the way this is worded is objectively not true, right? If he had said Parks and Recreation is better than the Office US, I would have been like, fair enough. That's an opinion. And, you know, I disagree personally. I've never got through more than four episodes of Parks and Rec. I should on paper like that show. Love um, Chris Pratt, you know, really, I I like a lot of the cast members of that show. I I love Aziz and Sari, right? One of my favorite comedians. I I really enjoy a lot of people on that show's work, but um, never, yeah, I guess never got around the show. I watched the first few episodes, didn't do it for me. The Office US, however, one of my personal favorite shows of all time. Um, Currently almost about to finish it, actually. Watched it through for the second time recently during lockdown period. It's been great. So, yeah, I disagree. But the thing that bothers me about the wording of this is a billion times better, man. There's nothing, like there's nothing that's a billion times better. Because even twice as good is phenomenal. Particularly a show like The Office. For example, what's a show that just even sucks a bit? Like, I don't know, what's a shit show? There's a show that we've been watching on Netflix, right, called Julie and the Phantoms. And I watched one episode, hilarious. It's about this. It's like a Disney-esque show. People probably may not have heard of it, but Meg was watching it the other day and I could not keep my eyes off it. It was about this girl and she has like these little fuckboy bandmates, but they're all ghosts. Like these are hot guys, but they're ghosts and no one can see them except for her or whatever. And people can see them when they perform, but it's not really explained why. And um, very funny, right? It's funny that people, A, spend time making that shit and B, writing it. And it was one of those shows where they got like child actors to say stuff like, uh, which is like classic, definitely written by adult sign. It's, if, if, if any, if any teenager in like a Disney show says, uh, duh, it means there was a bunch of adults in a writing room going, how do teenagers talk? And they just completely missed the mark. So that's like the vibe of this show. Now that's, let's be honest, I was watching it. Kind of like, it was a hate watch. I couldn't keep eyes off it because I was laughing a lot. And it was, uh, to me, that level of shit in a show amuses me. Because, like, my taste has evolved in regards to, I've always liked shit stuff. You know, you guys know me. I love shit stuff, right? We all do. Shit memes are great. I started off on a real basic level of watching, like, films that are meant to be shit. Like Sharknado. Um, and then, obviously, when you're a teenager, you, you discover The Room which we were all obsessed with in high school, that Tommy Wiseau film that like, uh, or Wiseau, how do you say it? Anyway, 
that movie that's out, like a cult movie. And that's obviously bad, but it wasn't supposed to be. So, but then your taste kind of, it sharpens up, you know, you end up like those movies that are just really, really bad. You're like, yeah, it's good because it's shit. But also there's this perfect level of, they were really trying. It's not ironic. And some people find it actually good. That's the bit I've hit now. My taste has hit this really obscure niche level that Julian the Phantoms, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Would recommend if you're in a couple to switch it on. It's like the perfect level of garbage. Terrible plot line, uh, awful acting. It's kind of like Glee in the fact they always just break out into song and it's a little bit confusing. Sometimes it's not even explained why they break out into song. And it's one of those ones where they all stop singing at the end of the song and then just go, so anyway, I'll see you at the dance later. Okay, bye. And they all just like, and then they part to separate directions of the of the shot. And then it just cuts and goes, and then it cuts to the next scene with like, hey, so I was thinking, the dance is coming up and we haven't been talking much lately. We haven't been talking much because you said something to Justin. And then Justin comes in and he's like, guys, stop fighting over me. And the only thing it's missing is a dog shit laugh track, but it almost makes it better because you laugh yourself. It's anyway. So like that's getting back to my original point, by the way, go watch that show. Would recommend hilarious. Anyway, going back to my point from Alex Johnston's email. And by the way, Alex, I know who you are. I know your tomato sauce on fish, man. And maybe that's why I'm having a crack at you here. But, um, and also he's 13, so I'm not going to go too hard, but, because I think at one point, yeah, I went pretty hard one episode. So, <laughs> Alex, even a show like Julian the Phantoms, right? Even something being a billion times better than that. A billion, right? Because there's shows that are four times as good as Julian the Phantoms. And that's a show like, I don't know, what's a good good comedy? Dude, I would say even The Big Bang Theory is twice as good as Julian the Phantoms, right? Then a show that's twice as good as The Big Bang Theory is like, I don't know, what's a good show? How I Met Mother, pretty good show, you know? Look, good writing, loved it at the time, haven't gone back to watch it much since, but great show. Then there's a show that's maybe twice as good as How I Met Your Mother, like The Office, you know, widely regarded. Seinfeld, you know, widely regarded, one of the best shows of all time. And that's so already, that's only like four times better than Julian the Phantoms. And you saying Parks and Rec is a billion times better than The Office US? It's just mathematically not true, is my point. It's a bad way to phrase it, Alex, and you're incorrect. But um, And also Parks and Rec is also not better than The Office. But um, yeah, so that's it. And we'll do one more from William. I think I've been going for a while here. Yeah, 51 minutes, but I was late, so we'll... We'll do one more, guys. This one's just a little bonus on um, popular opinion for you all. This one comes in from William. Um, he said, even though... Oh, so it's just a blanket statement. New Zealand is better at sport than Australia. And I agree. He goes, even though New Zealand has one-fifth of the population than, than Australia has, New Zealand is somehow just better at every sport, especially rugby union. Hope you also agree with my opinion, as my mates all agree with me. Yeah, definitely. Like, per capita, 
your New Zealand is one of the strongest sporting countries in the world. It's phenomenal. Look at how many gold medals and like just medals in general that New Zealand get at the Olympics for how small they are. It's incredible. And it wasn't a great argument being better at rugby because that's like their sport. You know, only two states of Australia actually play rugby union, right? So like, it's not like all of Australia's fucking playing that sport even no one in melbourne gives a fuck about rugby i don't even really know how to play union or league for that matter i hardly even know the difference between the two i just know one's like the wallabies and one's like billy slater and melbourne storm and shit you know and that's going to piss off people who are into rugby but my lack of knowledge on that sport is just like you know all i know is like men with big necks tackle other men with big necks and there's a ball um, and I know that you like do tries, but I don't even know how many downs and stuff you're supposed to get. I don't really know much about it. I've never really watched it, uh, at all, but yeah, you're definitely better at sport than Australia per capita. No questions asked. And I don't think it's even an unpopular opinion. I think it's hard to, hard to argue the, the opposing side to that. It's not even an opinion. It's more of a fact. There's a lot of evidence to back that one up, William. So definitely agree. And, um, and this one just comes in from uh this did I do this one last week? Cause this is fucked. This one just comes in from Tubsidus and this is I I did say I'd only do one more, but I cannot leave the podcast without discussing this. Just says, Hey Luke, sandwiches taste like shit. I much rather prefer a nice roll. <laughs> I mean, sure, like rolls are better than sandwiches. I don't think anyone's arguing that, but you know, it's Bit of a harsh blanket statement to make, just throwing all sandwiches under the bus. There's nothing you like on a sandwich, dude. Do you not like bread? Maybe it just doesn't like bread. Like, you, you've got to find a sandwich you enjoy. Personally, love it. Love me a chicken schnitzel, Sanger. I don't even mind your classic, like, peanut butter, you know, or something like that. Jam goes all right. Strawberry jam, don't mind if I do. A little bit of butter in there. Mwah. Bon appetit. But... Just throwing all sandwiches under the bus is pretty rough. So, um, yeah. Anyway, guys, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. This was a fun time. Apologies for the late episode. Um, I, I was definitely busy. I wasn't just fucking around. Um, we've been having a lot of meetings and stuff. And, uh, yeah, the streaming and stuff as well has been taking up a lot of time. And Monday when I was supposed to do the podcast, uh, I really wanted to get up a main channel video. Uh so it's been a while and I wanted to get the video about my mullet. So, um, yeah, spent the afternoon on that instead of doing the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I should be back on Monday next week, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'll see you guys then. So